Most of the snack food that we hand our kids ends up in the corridor of uncertainty. Absolutely. to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast coming from you from the coming at you from the office of Brian J Shesko. Yeah. This is David Smith, Scott Weeby, Brian J Shesko. Dave. Dave, Dave and Brian. Yeah. Dave. So I have this slogan, and I've had it for quite a bit of time now, okay. uh, and it's very controversial, but it's something that I firmly believe in my heart to be I like true. All right, controversy. All right. Here's my slogan. If it's British, it's better. Oh, man. I feel that way about lots of things. I feel that way about music. Yeah, this is where, sure. Brian, you're, you're going to be able to back me up yeah, on this. Yeah, I love that idea. I mean, uh, maybe. I can maybe follow right. you And it's that. a you know, gross generalization, of course. There's lots of music. But uh, I feel that way about movies many mm-hmm. times. Okay. Uh, I also feel that way about accents. Oh, there's no doubt I agree yeah. with that. I mean, that's not even questionable. And their football is also better. I would agree with that. But I realized something. I realized that something else is better, too. Okay. Years ago, I was watching a match. Uh, I mean, it was five or six. It was pre-NBC days of, of English Premier League football. Okay. And the announcers were talking about the title race being done and dusted. Yeah. And how that's a phrase that's used a lot. Yeah. And then they were talking about how they didn't know why. Why do we use this phrase done and dusted? It doesn't make any sense. They don't know why? But I do believe, and I have believed since that day, listening to those two gentlemen talk, that English figures of speech are also better. They are. There's no. That's undoubtable. That's unquestionable. Now I have learned a new one this year, and it's coming up a time and time again. For some reason, it's the it's the figure of speech of the season. Okay. And it is by far my favorite one. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I needed to start our show today by talking about it. Uh, you had me waited with bated breath. Perfect. Yep. So about two months ago, I was watching uh, uh, one of the matches on uh, Match of the Day, BBC's version of Match of the Day. Sure. And the announcer uh, for the match referred to the phrase, Corridor of Uncertainty. Amazing. Yeah, that's a great phrase. Referring to a cross that went across the, the front of the six-yard box where it was no man's land for the goalkeeper. You know, what does he do? Does he go out and get it, or does he you know, stay in, in his goal and, and hope that it, it is safe? And uh, and I was like, that is the most amazing phrase. I had no idea, though, that this was actually a thing. So I heard it again on Men and Blazers about a month ago. The Corridor of Uncertainty. The Corridor of Uncertainty. And then I heard it again this past weekend, one of the matches. Uh, yeah, I you, heard it as well. Okay. So I was like, come on. what is, is this just catching on? What is this? It has its own Wikipedia page. Come on. Corridor of Uncertainty has its own Wikipedia page, which has a figure of speech. That's amazing. It well, has origins in cricket, being borrowed now by soccer, and it's becoming probably my favorite part of this very exciting Premier League season. There's so many different ways you could go with Ryan Corridor of Uncertainty. Is it like in the is that like the the football equivalent of in football when they say the maroon zone? The maroon as in Yeah, like not quite the red, red zone. That's, but not that's the really show red that I watch zone. every week, right? The maroon zone. Yeah, not the show that I watch with all the highlights every week. <laughs> no, no I, but that's so, what we should call it the maroon zone. No, but the sorts. corridor of uncertainty is is like as vastly a, superior to your point. As a parent, I feel like I live pretty much in the corridor <laughs> of uncertainty. Nice. Brian, as a husband, I feel like most of the time I live in the corridor of uncertainty. Why did you yeah, have Brian there? Yeah, why are you pointing at me? <laughs> I don't know. But I am. Most of the snack food that we hand our kids ends up in the corridor of, of uncertainty. uncertainty. Absolutely. We were wow. just talking about Cadbury cream eggs and peeps. Yeah. The epitome. Peeps definitely belong <laughs> in the corridor of uncertainty. I'm certain about them, but but I understand that what they you're belong saying. In the corridor of uncertainty. Sure. Unbelievable. I want to use this phrase for everything. I'm so I, happy. Listen, right now. I, I'm in. I'm sold. Awesome. Well, we are not gonna we're not gonna record this pod in the corridor of uncertainty. There's one thing to be true, we know this pod is destined for greatness. So we're going to proceed <laughs> to the matches. That's a funny joke. Giving you all of the <laughs> segments that you have come to know and love. It's the return of the callback facts today. Oh, Can't wait for that. 
You're going to get How to Say with Brian J, the yeah. segment that is sweeping the nation and the world. So I hope not. Dave is going to give us what is sure to be an unforgettable Arsenal moment. Oh, oh my just goodness. Just wait for that. And all this is in the context of a discussion on the 10 matches that took place over this past weekend with a little bit of an eye toward our first double match week. Looking at you, Dave Smith. Oh, I know yeah. you're excited about the Wednesday match coming up. Yep. We are recording this as of Tuesday morning, and we are excited to get right to this past weekend's matches. Starting, of course, with our league leaders, Sunderland, nil, Leicester, two. The goal's coming from, as you gentlemen proclaimed it to be, you, you called this one, Jamie Vardy with a brace. Mm. I've never been so annoyed to be right. <laughs> I hate being right and being annoyed being right. Wait, I, mean, okay, I like being right. I just don't like being annoyed being right. But when I sold Jamie Vardy last week... Okay, a show of hands. Who owns Jamie Vardy in this room? And uh, the hands are all down yeah, in yeah. Radio Land. We all sold yeah. him. Yeah. And as I sold him, I, I'm pretty sure I, and or Brian, I don't remember, aptly said, watch him score a brace as I am selling him this week. Sure and and gone, that's exactly what happened. Gone from my roster long ago and felt great about it for that long stretch. And now, well, there are worse things. Well, I'd was, feel worse if I had sold Andy Carroll this week. <laughs> yeah, good call. Let's, but, let's, good let's call. defend ourselves, though. Let's defend ourselves because, honestly, selling Jamie Vardy was the right move to make. On the whole, you would have to say it made sense to do it. Just because we knew that the law, you know, we, we just keep doing this thing this year where as soon as we sell someone or we tell you to sell someone, sure. they, gonna, they have a good match. They're going to do well. But I wouldn't hold out hope that we're going to see this for the rest of the year. No. Uh, it certainly doesn't. It hasn't been the trend to this point. I mean, Sunderland got caught, you know, on the counter again, just like everyone has been all, all season long. It's, it wasn't completely unpredictable. It's just the way that it went. <clears throat> it was Vardy's first goal in a long time. Yes. And it, I want to say at least ten, like 10 games possibly. Um, it, it really, really was. And Not so, quite that long, but long, but a good, it, it, it had been four, a while. At least four to five, right? Yeah. He hadn't, so, scored, sen- in a, he hadn't scored since he played Arsenal. Yeah. So uh, he had gone through a dry spell. So fantasy-wise, you can't really fault us for selling him, especially no. when there's other people out there like, Lukaku or Aguero, Aguero, excuse me, or Harry Kane or, uh, you know, Daniel Malt- Sturridge. Or Sturridge, yep. So th- there's a lot of people who have been scoring, hence the reason why we sold him not because we didn't like him. We just sold him because it just seemed like there could be a better play. And the fact that we've talked about this multiple times that Leicester feels like they have shifted. They, they held yes. another clean sheet. They what set a record now for or, or close to it. For like clean sheets. Yeah, was it thirteen for the season or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like <clears throat> they're pushing it, or they've had at least five in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, right. Um, so that's, I mean, that's yeah, the only mistake they expected. made was scoring a second goal, breaking their streak. Exactly, of exactly. Two nil win. <laughs> exactly. But you're right. I mean, you're going to max out on Leicester players. You, you you do that by playing three you know, the three guys we've been promoting at the back, and I mean it could be any three. We've been three saying we've that. About. You said this like three weeks ago, Scott. Kudos to you. Well, thank you. Uh, if you're going to start three Leicester players, start three defenders. Right. And if you would have done that, you I mean, I only have one defender. And it, only because of transfer reasons do I not have more. But uh, Huth, I mean, has scored seven the last five weeks. Um, it's amazing. You know, Fuchs has scored nine and six a couple different times. And then Morgan has... His last five weeks, a six, seven, seven, fifteen, seven. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah. If any of those guys score a goal, you're going to get almost a guaranteed Huge. fifteen. Yeah. Because yeah. there's almost no chance they don't get a clean sheet too. Do you guys want to revisit the over under four goals conceded the rest of? They're the at zero so far. Yeah. That, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Zero given of this last week, and they've got five matches to go. No, I don't think so because they have West Ham next, right? Yes, they do. And that's that's a match that, that is I mean that's that's the one on their calendar remaining for the season that is is gonna be the hardest one. A match so good not even Stoke will keep me from watching them. <laughs> well listen Especially last week's Stoke. Oh, they gotta go to United. I'm not I'm, true. I mean, you're saying West Ham's are their roughest game. They're playing that game at home. So they do have to go to United and obviously I'm not saying United's world beaters right now, but 
you know, that might not be some of those guys might feel like they're playing for a job, possibly not knowing, you know, if a new manager's coming in or if Von Gaal, Von Gaal's crazy anyways. So, you know, there's a lot of things you could dive into there. But, yeah, like they they have a – I don't know. There's a couple. There's a couple matches uh, that are going to be tricky. We already, you know, we've talked about how United, you know, they usually don't give up many goals. They don't score mm-hmm. many either. Usually low-scoring matches. Obviously, this past week we'll get to uh, where that did change for one week. But yeah, there, there's a couple difficult matches mm-hmm. still coming up. So it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be something to keep an eye on. I don't. I'm not ready to revisit your stat yet, Brian, and, and yep. say that they're going to they're going to give up four goals or less the rest of the year. I still think they're going to probably uh, my my money would be on them giving up a couple this week. I think once West Ham puts one in, I think they'll they get through The way I look at it too, they just keep getting through games without injuries. Yeah, it's pretty stunning when Okazaki was limping. I know. I, I was like this is new. But they could lose him to throw Gray in there. Okazaki's or not a, Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, or Joe, yeah. It, it, it helps whenever you're playing against a Sunderland team that's very unlucky. Yeah. Well, you say unlucky. We've got a couple. Or, or bad. Well, it's not that they just don't have any clinical finishing, which is a great segue into. Fabio Barini? Which is a great segue into this week's edition of the Cameron Jerome oh, Wasteful Player man. of the Week Award. You know, we were watching this match, and, uh, you know, I just. He kept realizing that Barini's just missing shots. He's just skying them. And, I mean, he's doing what Barini does best. Any week when Barini starts, he's a candidate for the Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week Award. Now, why would Sunderland Scott get the wasteful, the Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week Award? I mean, they had 15 shots, only one on target. Yeah, that's just stunning. <laughs> Barini, the reason for most of those, it was unbelievable. But, you know, he clinched the award around the 70th minute, 72nd mm-hmm. minute. Yeah. When he received service from, I don't remember who it was, and uh, proceeded to uh, left foot it into his own face. That's a really difficult Un- <laughs> Un- You know your day is going bad when you literally <laughs> pass it off your uh, face. So good. We talked about how hard it is to kick the ball off of the underside of the, of the top woodwork. I think kicking the ball off of your own face might be... Might be worse. Yeah, it was unreal. And Sam Allardyce's reaction, just walking away and shaking his head, was my favorite. So embarrassing. Part. So embarrassing. But back to Lester for a second. I believe, Dave, we are going to also receive uh, Matt's stat of the day right here. Yep. And now it's time for Brother Matt's stat of the day. Brother Matt's stat of the day. In Lester's. Last 47 competitions, or 47 matches in all competitions, only the only teams to beat them over 90 minutes are Chelsea, Arsenal twice, Liverpool, and Tottenham over their last 47 matches. That's pretty stunning. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it really is. So you know how we feel about, about Leicester, Jamie Vardy. I mean, obviously, we all sold him. I don't regret that decision. He had his requisite brace. Now we'll see what he does yep. moving forward. There could be goals in that West Ham match this coming weekend. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. The last three times Leicester has played West Ham, the final score has been 2-1. Interesting. Leicester winning, like that winning all three of them. Uh, it was week two, which seems like, I don't know, a decade ago at this point. Uh, that was the first time they won 2-1. Adrian was red carded in oh, that match I remember that. for kicking Jamie Vardy in the stomach. Very good. In the in extra time, it had left Carl Jenkinson to defend goal for the last minute I and a half. I remember that. <laughs> yes, that was that was interesting. Yeah. And here we are. All right. For so for fantasy purposes, I mean, I'm if not you have Vardy and Mares, it's fine. They're not sure. going to have any double match weeks going out. All their defenders are worth starting. Absolutely. You're so. keeping them in no matter what. Absolutely. Against to. West this, Ham. This clean yeah. sheet run? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I know what I'm saying, but I also know what I'm seeing yeah. with those defenders. Yeah. you got to go with that. You're you're benching Pyatt? No. You're yeah. doing no, anything no, no. with your West Hammers? No. Throw them all out there. 2-1, okay. three goals. No, I'll take no. three goals in the match. Pyatt's magic. No okay. way am I losing any of that. All right. Next match. Tottenham 3. Manchester United nil. The goal is coming from three different players. Della Ali. 
And Scott said, a Spurs plosion. That was Brian. <laughs> Brian said that. Spurs and it was in six minutes. Three goals in six minutes. Del Ali, Alderweireld, Eric Lamella, your three goal scores. I was talking to my brother, Matt, and he said that he was watching the game. He stepped outside for about six minutes <laughs> to to take the dogs out because <laughs> the game the had kind of been minutes. uneventful and he walked back in and he th- it went from yeah he missed <laughs> the six minutes of the game does he have DVR and he just could not believe like this surely this has to be wrong right yeah uh, that I mean that was that was ridiculous I think they said that at one point Pochettino had gone into the tunnel when it was 2-0 <laughs> and came back up 3-0 he's like, even more often yeah. unbelievable <laughs> Uh, this is also another clean sheet for the Spurs defense. Uh, Elder Vireld had a great week as a result. Uh, clean sheet plus the goal. You loved that, didn't you, Scott? I sure did. Someone Just in here was playing him. Wish I had captained him. Oh, man. Uh, that would have been a game changer. But, uh, yeah, big, big week for Spurs. And no surprise. I mean, all the stats were in their favor. They led in shots 16-5. to Shots on goal 8-1. to I think it was like the 62nd minute when United finally got their shot on goal. Marshall had a shot. And he, I mean, he had a... He had a great opportunity to kick it right to Larice. What was weird about that, though, is for almost the entire first half, uh, United seemed to be dominating the game for they the most part. They led possession. They were pressing Tottenham, who like who likes to press, and um, they were they were frustrating Tottenham. Tottenham could not seem to link a few passes together without feeling too much pressure, and it really broke up uh, broke up their play, but. You know, for all the possession that United was having and and the disruption that they were causing, it wasn't resulting in any type of shots. Uh, them only having five for the game, only one on target, as opposed to Tottenham's sixteen shots, eight on target. Martial's shot on target is one of those moments where I always wonder what would have happened had that gone in for them. Yeah, True. how would that have changed the point that from that point of the game on? Because it was. It was still. It was right before the the goal explosion. Yeah. 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 Harry Kane obviously didn't score, but he's still one of those guys that's first tier for fantasy purposes. You know, Spurs look like a team that's determined to see this through to the end, and I see no reason why. They're th- that so Spursy is not even close to being. That's not a thing. A thing anymore. I mean, it, they they really showed some spine. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I mean, they, they you know, really, really showed up. I tell you what, it's also interesting. And this kind of stinks for an Arsenal fan to say. But White Hart Lane, the atmosphere in White Hart Lane was absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, it was great. It's true. It was so loud. Like, we'll get to it. There was another venue that seemed to you almost be able to hear it across the pond here in the States. But I felt like White Hart Lane on some of those goals which, which, like, you could the, the entirety of London heard it is what it mm-hmm. seemed like. Yeah, it was it was good, and I th- I think you know no matter where you have your Spurs players, um, I think that you are uh, only going to see good things with their determination to uh, make this a two team title race. Anything else in this match, gentlemen? Do you want to revisit your concern about them not having a double match week? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think it's worth like I was looking at it this week. You know, the, again, good point, Brian. We uh, we've talked about this before. Leicester and Tottenham, although they're both at the top of the table, do not have any double match weeks. So you how, a, you, I want to jump in on that. You made a really good point though last week, Dave, in saying that you know you could still play it well without the double match weeks. It's so. true, but you and just have to be. This perfect. week might be an indicator of that. You're I'm right. not convinced. I mean, Everton and Crystal Palace are going to be playing on Wednesday. We'll talk about them more uh, in just a bit. But yeah, they're they're two the two clubs this week that have a double match week, and I'm not convinced you're going to get anything other than if it's zero zero, then you're getting. Out of Lukaku, you got six points, 12 right. if you captained him, right? Yep. And then, you, you know, but Sturridge scored you yep. know, a goal. Yep, exactly. This past weekend, he got seven. Aguero scored a goal this weekend. He got seven, so technically he's out there outscoring them. Yeah. So, you, look, it's, you, you're, you're playing the averages, you, which is you are. works in your favor. And, yeah. and, and we would never I, – I, I would certainly never blame him for that. We talk about the averages all the time. Um, but that's not a guarantee for success. So – a couple thoughts. Where would where would uh, United be without David De Gea? Oh yeah, uh, nowhere. Like, bottom half. Would they be below Chelsea? Very possibly. I mean, and he's on. 
he did this last year too. He kept them in the top four last year. And he's keeping them where they are again this year. His value, if there's an MVP, I don't know how his value. He or N'Golo Kante, in my opinion, would, would be battling for most valuable players. Especially early on in the season when everyone was complaining that they weren't their offense was so bland. They weren't scoring yeah. at all, and they were, barely, they were barely winning if they were winning at all. And I mean, the number of times he probably saved them in that is... Yeah. The, the only the only team with worse center back play than Arsenal has to be United. Um, another thing, okay, the referee, and this is completely off the wall, so nonsense from, from here until we start the next match. Yeah, great. Uh, Mike Dean mm. looks like Mr. Bean to me. Okay. Next time you see him, he looks like exactly <laughs> like it. Mr. Bean. I don't see it. <laughs> you, you have to, like, every time it's his nose is like, I, I don't get it, but like, just, and I, I did a little research on Mike Dean. He's got 392 matches. He's given out 79 reds, 1,425 yellows. Wow, that's a 1,425. lot. 1,425. That's 3.6 yellows per match. He's pulling out so many cards, his legs are probably chafing. He loves to pull out the yellow cards. <laughs> that's a lot of yellow cards. And that's maybe, a lot of yellow cards. It is a lot of yellow cards. There's no question about that. Anyway, sorry, that, that, that's a few of my nonsenses. And Deli Ali oh, played his stuff. last game as a teenager. Deli oh, yeah. Ali's next game Happy won't birthday. be as a teenager. They play uh, United's goes. They play Villa at home this weekend. The humiliation Sounds derby. The humiliation derby. <laughs> the humiliation derby. They only won one nil week two. Spurs go to Stoke. Next match. West Ham three, Arsenal three. We wanted to do now. Let me. I got to clarify something. When I said that Zlatan was a rich man's Andy Carroll, I didn't mean this Andy Carroll. Just oh. for the record. For the record. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. No, this is. Don't think you weren't mocked. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't think you weren't mocked in my I house. Stand, I stand by my words. As Brian Andy and I Carroll, were watching the game, Andy Carroll is good for one of these matches. Like, give give me one other good match he's played this year. I don't know if he's had many chances. Well, yeah, I mean, he hasn't he had them all. He hasn't no, had that had many great, starts. He had a great match. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but again, 12 goals for Zlatan. No, I year. think a lot of credit should go to the fact to Wenger for starting David Ospina when a healthy check is on the bench. Yeah. What about that? Well, no, no, no I don't want to hear that yet. We'll get to that. The goals from Arsenal. Uh, Urzel. Urzel. Yep. Sanchez. This was by far the best match of the week. Koscielny. Those are your three goal scorers. I agree with you. Best match of the week. But I don't want to hear anymore. Dave, I don't want to waste this. This to be just pure, unadulterated Arsenal moment with Dave. Right now? Right now. Do it, Dave. You got this. Is there going to be some kind of music behind this? Of course, Brian. That's what we do. Okay. Dear Arsenal, we, <laughs> your loyal supporters, challenge you. We challenge you for excellent and excellence in all areas. Why can we never seem to put together a full game? For all the great play in midfield, if you have center halves come up wanting, then is it all for waste? How can we challenge for a title with one proper center back for the entire season? Hence the reason we won't contend this season. So let me get this straight. We have Peter Cech, one of the best all-time goalkeepers, just back healthy, and are playing a very big, tall side in West Ham. And you choose to play David Ospina against Andy Carroll. Hat trick in this game, Andy Carroll. Six foot four, Andy Carroll. Peter Check, six foot five. Peter Check on the bench. David Ospina, six foot zero. David Ospina, generous. Short, no neck. David Ospina, <laughs> what the heck? Is this a hard decision? We must win every game left on the schedule, and we lose this game. We actually draw it, but felt like a loss because of a lineup decision. Ridiculous. 
Why screw the rest of the team? Should we, the loyal supporters, accept this? What choice do we have? Oh, wow. That's such a sad way to end. I want they to applaud that moment. letter. I was hoping for an open letter. Um, I feel like I want to applaud, but I also feel like... Booing. We need to hug. Oh, we need to hug. Hugging, him. yeah. No, not booing. No, not booing. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be mean. He's going through a lot. This was rough. I mean... <sighs> It was a great match. Yeah, it was the best match of the day. Brian and I, Brian and I watched this match. Yeah, it was good together. Scott, you couldn't you couldn't join us, but we had a feeling going into it that it might be uh, the best match of the day. And as we're yeah. watching it, we easily looked at each other and said, "There won't be a better match this weekend than this one." I was rooting for four four, not three three. Uh, I thought we might get it. Brian said before it was even three three. He said this could be four four. I thought he might be right. The only thing that could have made this match better was Arlo White calling it, but unfortunately he's on studio duty right now. While, sure. While sure. Rebecca Lowe mm. completes her maternity leave. Yep. yep. But, uh, man, can you imagine Arlo White calling that 3-3? Three, three? That'd have been, that'd have Listen, been each of Andy Carroll's goals could have been stopped with the proper goalkeeping. His first one, his first header, okay, could have been all, all a goalkeeper had to do was just like take three steps out to the six-yard box, Brian, and catch it. The second one that got crossed back in when, when allowed Andy Carroll's that awesome was, scissor yeah, kick. Yeah, that was good. But what set that up was Ospina, six foot, no neck, zero Ospina, running out and punching it, and then it gets crossed back into the box. If checks there, he just jumps up and grabs it just delicately and plucks it out of the air. Annoying. Really, really annoying. Anyways. I could keep going on. We had talked a couple weeks ago when Butlin got hurt about how long, you know, Ospina was playing well. You know, do you buy Ospina when the lack of options that are out there, knowing that Czech would be returning soon? I was a little surprised that Ospina was still playing, even though Czech was available. Uh, at this point, though, I mean, Ospina, done, right? I mean, Peter Czech. No, Peter, yes, Peter Czech will be in, in the match. Okay. And in, he in might be a keeper option. I mean, he's going to be more expensive, but he might be an option worth looking at. Hey, Most expensive. Right. Yeah. Hey, kudos to ESPN for finally adding Alex Awobi. I know. Well, yep. he can be selected. You yep. know what his three last three weeks have been, Brian? 10, 10, and 9. Unbelievable. But you could have only owned him for one of those. Yep, you could have only owned him for, for this, this past recent one. If you had been able to, you would have gotten more points than Dimitri Payet, mm. Riyad Mahrez, mm. anybody else that was really good most of almost the time. Anyone almost else, really. anyone else in the past three weeks. Hey. Alexis Sanchez, yeah, last five weeks, is informed. six, eight, seven, thirteen, nine. I don't want to talk about it. It's pretty good, man. There's a couple guys. I mean, honestly, the Arsenal attack has been has been worthwhile. To and own. their schedule upcoming. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. And so, uh, obviously, as a fan, I, I, we want this. It won't matter. It's too late. Le- Leicester's not losing their title, um, but Arsenal's upcoming schedule: Crystal Palace. West Brom at Sunderland Norwich. Yep. You can't get hardly a better Which makes schedule. me wonder about Bellerin and Koscielny, third and eighth in defensive scoring for the season, yeah. respectively. Yeah. And with that schedule, I don't know. If it's not against your principles, max out on Arsenal players. I mean, that's the bottom line, right? Well, <clears throat> they only have one double match week. But, yeah. listen, they've Favorable been scoring schedule. at such a yep. clip. It's yep. hard to argue against starting Sanchez. Yep. Ozil finally had... Um, you know, a goal this week. Uh, and Awobi, God bless, what, what do you say? I mean, he started off on fire, 10, 10, and 9. Own and him I don't until think he, he's not coming out of the lineup. No, you got to own him until he falls out of this form, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's 5.9. He's 5.9. I don't know where you're spending your money. You're yeah, not At this a, moment, yeah, you're no, not going to find a better value. And if it really. was earlier in the season, you'd say he'll probably go through a slump or something like that, being as young as he is. But at this late point, he, yeah. that's not guaranteed. No. He, might, he might play this well to the end. Yeah, yeah, that, that very well could happen. Oh, hold on, real quick. Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. Cresswell. Yep, Aaron Cresswell. Aaron Cresswell. I mean, we need to talk about the West Ham guys real quick. Pyatt didn't score. I don't know if you're continuing to start Andy Carroll. I mean, he had a hat trick. Continuing I, to start? If anybody, okay, you're right. You're right. Good if call. Anybody if anybody started Andy Carroll started this week, congratulations. That, yeah. was, a, that was the gutsiest yeah. of all guys. Go play whatever local lottery is near you. If you <laughs> don't, don't your luck has run out. Yeah, well, that's a good call too. But Payet, Antonio, Cresswell, Lanzini, all, the, all those guys. Man, somewhat, well, somewhat Lanzini, no, sh- yeah. well, Lanzini should have scored. 
I yeah. think even even you would have to say that. He yeah. was definitely onside. Yeah. He also oh, yeah. it's the second week in a row that they that West Ham had saved a goal by having someone on the line. Hammer, last week and Lanzini this week. Hammers have a double match week this week. Mm. There are yeah, eight play teams. That's not true. There are ten teams. Seven teams with double match weeks this week. That's Eleven not possible. teams. There's eight teams. Eight teams. Which team is playing itself, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> there's eight teams. Oh, there's eight teams with double match weeks this week. Can't West wait Ham. for that intramural game <laughs> between Everton 1 and Everton 2. Um, yes, eight matches, eight teams this week with double matches. Yep, very good. West yeah. Ham being one of them. You gotta, yeah, with that, with the, with the double match week, you've got to play them. you gotta, you got to play your West Ham guys. All right, Manchester City 2, West Brom 1. Sergio Aguero, he scored a goal on that uh, PK. Yeah. He sure did. Back in form, maybe. Who else scored a goal in this game? Nazri? Samir Nazri. I didn't even put that in my notes because yes. I just want, I wanted to try to forget about his hair. And the only way I could do that was did not he have putting like him in the notes. bad Backstreet Boy haircut? Like, it was so no. weird. What so. was that? <laughs> I watched the whole game. But I think I mostly watched that. You just couldn't take your eyes off Nazri's. Not really, but to his credit, no one else really can claim that style right now, and that's kind of. I told you guys that I had that style last in roughly two thousand and two. <laughs> yeah, I remember when there was a, a lot of peeps, peeps would do the, that. There are the pictures frosted of tips, that, by the way. Yeah, the frosted that's tips. That, that's but it's a deep frosting. It's a, oh. With a with the high contrast between top and and the and the back and side fades, very blonde on very very black. You're, you're in your game with this hair analysis. It's terrible because I, I I was I feel like it was mesmerizing because the rain made it look even weirder than it was. So for fantasy purposes, Sarah Nazri, just kidding. No, 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 all right, no, no value. Other than Aguero, Dubrovnik. Dubrovnik. No, that's that's the thing though. We, we have to keep in mind these clubs are still playing in other competitions. That's what I was going to bring up, right? So they're playing midweek this week in Champions League, PSG at home. Mm-hmm. They rested some people. And that's what, that's what their season is still – that's what they're still playing Hence for. Nazri actually getting in the game. Yep. And he was good. I thought he was good. Uh, BBC's. Referred him as their man of the match. I thought he was really. I mean, I thought it was early on. I, you know, you don't want to root for somebody with hair like that. But then he throughout the game. I mean, then he scores <laughs> the he he scores the, the go ahead and yeah. I mean, we were we were we were all over Kevin De Bruyne. Like you know, some we're on of his us, bandwagon. Some of week. us, I think, started him this yeah, week. Yeah, jeez. Well, that's why I didn't want to talk about Alexis because that was the that was my that last was decision. decision. Was because the the point. For me, was to sell to get to one of those top guys, and I went back and forth between Alexis and De Bruyne, and, De Bruyne and I went with. Well, it wasn't a bad move in one sense; it makes sense. But in in another sense, you know, obviously with the Champions League being their most important competition, uh, you know, Liverpool, the Europa League, that's the case. Everton, Watford, that you know, they have that that, that worries me. The, we'll get to it. The yeah. Liverpool. It it just it just means that we have to keep that in mind. And obviously, in this match, that meant De Bruyne was was benched. Well, and my decision a lot came up. It came to their their double week, which is against Chelsea and Newcastle, which I felt like the ma- those matchups are are favorable. Mm-hmm. And he'll play City. one of those at least. Uh, I hope. <laughs> Here's hoping, but still, like I, I, it was the third most annoying thirty one minutes of playing time in my life, and it was compounded by another bad decision, which which we can talk about with Liverpool and mm. Philippe Coutinho. Ah. Mm. On the West Brom side, uh, Sessegnon scores the goal, and Rondon goes out early with uh, an injury. So anyone who played Rondon, someone we've talked about in mm-hmm. weeks past. We have. I don't think At anyone this point, coming down the stretch. I mean, you're not yeah. looking to gain any value. You probably have money built up from a season-long or segment-long of, of values gaining in other places, and you can probably get by without playing a Rondon. Yeah. It's Marahino time. Could be. West Could Brom be. is the most blue collar of clubs, mostly because their manager demands it. But you know, they're they're a team that is both not going to look like they're on the beach, but also not playing for anything. And mm. I don't, I wouldn't go near any West Brom no. guys at this stage. No, I'm not, not having anyone from West Brom, and, and the only person that I would consider starting is Aguero. 
Yeah. For um, just because I don't even know, he seems to be starting every game, but I don't know about anyone. I else. still think De Bruyne has value, though. I mean, I think he's worth well, owning. You just got to. It's going to be strategic as long as they, unless they lose to PSG. That's true. If they lose to PSG, that'll clear things. Then, up. then they'll be playing until for that top happens. Four. Yeah, and then he, I'm going to steer clear. There's a lot of other options in midfield. This week, the, of all the weeks, though, the double week for City at Chelsea and Newcastle were both, and they they destroyed both of those teams the, the last time, time they played, yeah. including at Newcastle for City on October 3rd. They won 6-1. That was Aguero's uh, high five. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. The oh, old man. Abe Lincoln. Quarter pound five, plus one. Five, five <laughs> goal explosion for <laughs> the old Aguero. The explosion. So, but that was against Rob Elliott. So may I don't he know. rest in peace. With yeah. Darlow in there, Aguero, Aguero, Aguero might only Aguero might only get two or three. I felt like I, this happened to me multiple times this past week. I realized Darlow looks like Aguero. Have you guys noticed this? I don't know. You're looking really close at it. You have I'm a, just, you're looking, you don't you're think these matches I, through a funny mirror, man. As much as the same as Peter Crouch and Nacho Monreal look yeah. like brothers. Yeah. I think Darlo and Aguero that would make fun of me. Look up the pictures. I'm just telling you. All right. My my immediate memory yeah. access downloading reminds me. My my feeling is it's more Eric Lamella as I think of it. But you might be right. You're talking about Darlo, Darlo and or Darlo and Lamella. Oh man, look remind, remind me of each other. We should move on. Right. <laughs> I love this hair analysis though. Uh, Southampton three, Newcastle one. Uh, I would say the Saints goals coming from the usual places. Uh, you might have benefited from this if you played any of these Saints. Uh, Shane Long, Graziano Pella, oh, Victor yeah. Wanyama. The uh, Saints lost out on a clean sheet though. If you played Virgil Van Dyke or oh Jose Font, was yeah. on a clean sheet I, I because w- of the goal from Andros Townsend? I was blast. playing Forrester because I was playing Robles. And or some people know him as Joel uh, for Everton because of the double match week. But man, if you're playing Forrester or VVD or anyone else in the Southampton lineup, oh my gosh, to give up a late goal when you've completely dominated the entire game, it's got to be so frustrating. Validating for us, Brian. Uh, yeah. We we said we were buying him over these last couple of weeks, and here he comes out with a goal, and I don't think it's going to be his last one. No. He's very good and seems to be the one guy that's always been talking about caring about proving himself and, he, and proving the team can stay up. He could transcend the utter crapness of the Newcastle roster. He really could. Um, speaking of that utter crapness, and they're just not getting along at all, uh, this Newcastle squad, Daryl Yanmat, hurting himself in anger in the dressing room at halftime Breaking a couple of fingers <laughs> by punching a wall or yep. something. After, after he'd already hurt his groin. <laughs> yeah, apparently the fingers won't keep him out of the next match. Adding injury to injury to insult <laughs> to injury. Amazing. That is amazing. But that just means I'll have one less option at the back, which is a good segue into what we like to call our callback facts. Callback fact for this week. Is there? There's no music for this. Can we should, we, we should start a theme music oh, for Jack Colback. Oh, come trust on. Trust me. Jack Colback? He deserves like some sort of Irish jig, doesn't he? I, I wish you wouldn't have said that because that was <laughs> already what was going to happen. No. You ruined, you ruined the surprise, Scott. <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. I thought it was going to be something more having to do with, I don't know, fire or something like that. Oh, no. um, Jack Colback. Jack Colback. Is currently tied for the league lead in yellow cards with nice. Alex Tetty of Norwich. Uh, last year, Jack Colback finished second in yellow cards to Lee Cattermole. He had 12 yellows last year. <laughs> Many people will likely attribute this to Jack Colback maybe not being good at soccer. <laughs> but the fake reality is that Jack Colback believes... He should have been born blonde, not to keep on the hair theme for this. Seriously, but, really? Uh, yeah, Jack Colback believes he should he should have been born blonde. He never said this, but you can imagine him saying it, that seeing the yellow card is a, a way for him to connect to his true self, <laughs> which explains why, despite 22 yellows this and last season, he has zero red cards. 
over that same interesting only yeah. yellows only yellows there wow. you have it that is a callback callback fact <laughs> in air quotes <laughs> i love how he uh, was compared in his yellow card stats to lee Cattermole, who's just the the uber thug of the league last year and alex teddy who hasn't played in over a month and will be out for the rest of the, rest of the oh, season perfect and he's he's perfect. got all these yellow cards hey graziano pelle Yes. Last five games. Three, uh-huh. 3-11, 13-3-10. Yep. It's pretty good. Still didn't buy him. And I st- he's still not on my team. I talked about it forever ago, and I just can't do it. Guys, you, you, but here's the thing. There's a lot of good striker options right sure. now. Sure. I mean, if you probably Pella, great. Great. That's true. Go do it. I mean, keep him. Yeah. Why not? The Saints are yeah. they don't they don't mind being in the Europa League. The They're next two push. next two weeks, Everton at Villa, City, Tottenham. No, du- score no double league for any of those. No but double still, league for any Southampton players. They can but, still score goals in all those matches. And they care. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Next, Liverpool four, Stoke one. The goals coming from all over the place in this one for Liverpool. Alberto yeah. Moreno with Moreno? a thunder volley. Yeah, that was really good. Off the left foot. Daniel Sturridge put one in. Origi with a brace. Divock Origi had a great match here. Um, Off and then, the bench, Origi. I know. It was pretty pretty amazing how, how uh, productive he was and how few minutes he played. Crazy. Stoke, their goal coming from Boyan again. I know. I talked about him last week. His numbers for throughout the season just have not warranted no. any kind of fantasy look. But here he is with another goal. Yeah. Moreno's goal was assisted by Stoke defenders and midfielders complaining. <laughs> so true. Milner took a quick free kick yeah, was good. because the three Stoke players are whining good and complaining. And uh, Moreno said, oh, what the heck, I'll wind up and just blast one in. Golazo. Can it, we amazing. Can we combine the strikers? Combine them? Yeah, can it be more like, I want to, I want them to merge the striker into one person instead of having to pick between Sturridge and Origi. Mm, you want them can to we be just there? be, yeah, I want Devaniel Sturigi. <laughs> <laughs> Danok Origage? <laughs> nah. What's the first one? Devaniel Sturigi. <laughs> it sounds very Greek for some reason. Look, I just, I, I, you played Sturridge I this did. week, which is, which is really good. But why are you picking? Like, I, I kind of wish I would have picked Origi. There's of no reason to. There's no That's reason what I mean. to. He doesn't but, play ninety minutes. But he's the, not their first choice striker yet. But to the, I mean, it's the same thing with Coutinho. He just doesn't play. Just well, he, doesn't. he he rested this week. Of course Coutinho he did. did for the Europa League. rotation. Exactly. Europa League, yeah. Same thing as De Bruyne. It's it's the Hence, way that it is. Ojo, Ojo. How Ojo. do you say that kid's Ojo. name? Ojo. Ojo. O J O. Yeah, stunning assist, right? I mean, that was amazing that was assist. A wonderful I assist. mean, that was like if you could draw up a. a and who did he school? Shakiri. 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 Yeah. Shakiri yes, got torched. Yeah, the entire torched. game. Yes. Whoever was on that side. Whether it was Oho or, um, God bless, it was someone, someone, I can't remember who, oh, it was Moreno. They were just torching Shakiri, making him play defense in the yep. overlap, yep. and he could not do it. No. He continued to fail and fail and fail. Yep, absolutely. And uh, and we mentioned Milner on the Moreno goal. He's got 10 assists throughout all competitions this season. I mean, I, I don't put him up there. We haven't talked about him. He just, he plays a lot, but... He's not going to score a lot of points for fantasy. Now's not the time to start playing him if you haven't yet. James Milner. Interesting. You should mention him. You disagree? Interesting. All right, go ahead. Give, oh me, give me the last five matches that he's played. Six. Uh, but that's the thing. Uh, that's the six, thing. Six, <laughs> 10, 13, 3, 9. Sure. So when he's played, he's scoring. You just have to know when to play him. That's true. And that I, you can't, like, it is impossible. No, like getting th- those guesses right is—it's harder than gambling. Yeah, it's harder than gambling. And Tennessee at this soccer. point, if you have enough, even if you had the transfers to want to do that, yeah, it would be yeah. almost impossible. No, it's—it's it's, it really is. I, I, another another similarity: Oho and Ari- and Origi. I think they might be the same guy. They just literally changed the names in the back. <laughs> just look at them. I'm just telling you. You mock me. Look at them. All right. All they right, look right. the same. By the way, this is a good moment for us to welcome one of our uh, latest uh, celebrity listeners to our podcast. Uh, I, we noticed that uh, the play-by-play announcer for this match, Ian Crocker, yeah. pronounced Jakob Haugel. 
correctly. Wow, he went he went full Danish on the leading us to believe nice. that he could only have gotten that from listening to our pod. So Ian Crocker, welcome, welcome yeah, to the thanks. audience. Really and I also, when I was watching some of the highlights of this game, one of the highlight clips I saw was from the BBC mm-hmm. Sport Network, and they were saying it improperly. Of course they were. Because BBC. they Subscribe don't today. listen care to our podcast. About the Danes. And they don't care <laughs> about the Danes. I think that's a bit of an overstatement. <laughs> no, I think that's very fair to say, Brian, they don't care about the Danes. Yeah. But we do. We do. Next match. In my mind, this was uh, nothing. This was less of a, a Premier League match and more of an audition for the Beach Soccer World Cup oh, next man. summer. That was brutal. Wofford won. Everton won. Goals coming from James McCarthy for Everton. And, you know, I don't know whose goal, who scored the goal for Watford. I, I mean, I know, I I know, know what it said. Oh, you know exactly who did it. I mean, I know what it said on his kit on the back right. of his shirt yeah. but I also know that it says something different in my NBC Sports media player yeah. so I'm really confused yeah I was confused I don't know I don't know how you say this player's man, name man we should get through the confusion we need to cut cut through the confusion and how do we do that well we always go to our favorite segment how to say with Brian J and now how to say with Brian J yeah what's the music is there music for the as always, there will be, yes. All right, well, guys, this week, the only thing I can really say is thank you. <laughs> <laughs> At least for this week's How to Say, you gave me a name a little more in my wheelhouse. See, this week's player is originally from what was, at the time of his birth, West Germany. Huh? Oh, wow. His first name is Jose. He is the offspring of his Uruguayan mother and his father, whose name is Achilles. Confused yet? I'm very. Who cares? <laughs> I'll give each of you one guess as to where the father Achilles is from. Actually, no, I take that back. I give you zero guesses each, and each of you needs to give me a dollar for making me do this each week. <laughs> Here's where we get into my wheelhouse, because you see, if there's one other language I have any familiarity with other than USA English, it's Greek which is where Jose's father is from. Oh, He's from Greece. Achilles, okay. Greece. Sure. Who knew? Who knew? I, for the record, I was going to guess that. But you guys both say, hey, wait a second. Granted, I'm no expert on either Grecian or West German naming habits, but Jose doesn't sound Greek or German to me one bit. I didn't say that it is. I wish you would keep your hypothetical comments to yourself and let me finish this already. <laughs> You see, I can't prove this, but since this player has a brother named Bjorn and a sister named Samira, my guess is that Jose could be named after his maternal grandfather, because none of the names in this family make any American sense. (laughs) Jose's middle name is Lloyd, which as everyone knows, Lloyd is a Welsh name, so let's just stop that right there and pretend like I didn't even mention it. (laughs) Okay. I think the question is why you see his name as Holobas with an H at the start, or sometimes what looks like Cholobas, C-H, Cholobas. Where does the C come from? Well, this is where we can exit my wheelhouse and get run over by the back tires because it's a modern Greek issue and I only learned the dead ancient Greek language. (laughs) The last name Holobas, if you're writing it in Greek, you'd probably see it with the Greek Chai. C-H-I is usually how it's written out, but it looks like an X. It's the, it's the letter that looks like an X, but it's pronounced with an H sound, more like he. In Greek pronunciations, it's going to be more of an H in the word. So he The B in his name, you probably think of the Greek beta, but it's actually more like V, vita. Mm. <laughs> But it's a V sound. Your Watford left back, the goal scorer is Jose Lloyd Holobas. 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 Holy crap. This is annoying. Holobas. Holobas. Well done. Well I done. love how you... I had no idea how much I was going to learn about Greek. Holobas. No, I'm, I'm just... Holobas. I'm still thinking about Achilles and Samira and Lloyd and all these other... Like, the research that you're putting into it's, this. Oh, perfect. Never you're not going to get learn. that quality anywhere else. You're definitely not going to get that from me. You're also probably much. not going to get another Holobas 
uh, highlight for the rest of the season. So no. we've given it to you here. Record signing for Watford. Really? For a defender. Spend more money on him than... It was like it was a huge wow. transfer fee. Money from well Roma. Spent? Uh, well, I think he's been injured most of the year. I think he's been injured most of the year. Well... His first goal for the team since the signing. Yeah. Speaking of defenders, and we we've got uh, you know a lot of talk that we've done in the past on Everton, but Phil Jagielka out probably for at least a couple of weeks. We're still waiting on the final results with injury. If he was one of those guys you were playing in the rare chance you were going to get some points in the mm. back, he's not going to be so valuable moving forward. Yeah. Swansea one. Chelsea, nil. This one, entirely predictable on the Swansea front. Goal from Gilfie Sigurdsson. Sigurdsson. The only guy that can score for them. Absolutely right. And I'm so glad I've held on to him all this time. Scott. Yes. How do you feel about Sigurdsson? I feel like he deserves as much credit as we can possibly give him for single. I mean, he, he has done all the work. Like, he is Swansea. This season, he has he has kept them up by himself easily. In fact, I was watching this match, and it it I, I was just so moved by his contribution to okay. this squad that uh, it inspired me to write a, a limerick. Okay, don't like don't be scared. This might become a weekly segment. But uh, go ahead. I, this is amateurish at, at best, but I, I wanted to go ahead and just kind of gingerly kind of put this put this out here. Sure. All right, here we go. I, I listen. I'm I'm ready. Let's do, let's do this. There once was a man named Gilfie. He has single-handedly saved Swansea. He's Icelandic by birth and has millions in worth, but the best is that now he's beat Chelsea. Oh, wow. Okay. Thank you. Thank okay. you Okay, I'm assuming it has the proper... Uh, Rhyme and and uh, listen, probably not. Meter? I have, I, you know, sure. Yeah. I, I did my best. I did my well best. Well done. It was like eleven thirty at night. I was watching this on replay, and you know, Limericks with Scott. <laughs> Limericks with Scott. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it was filthy enough. <laughs> well, we got to ease into some things, Brian. I didn't, okay. I didn't have a beer reference. That's yeah. probably the problem. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Next time, I'll, I'll include a beer reference somehow. Mark yeah. my words. I, listen, um, I, I love it. I don't feel like from the Chelsea side there was much to talk about. I mean, it's because they didn't give you anything. No, I mean they kind of played some of their young guys again. Begovic played, Courtois didn't. Mm-hmm. On the yeah, that was rumor of some maybe yeah. some weird stuff going on in the locker room, which is weird. I mean, you couldn't have been faulted early in the year if your if your goalkeeper was Thibaut Courtois, but I mean, now he now he's not even playing. Yeah. Been a, it's been a quick fall for Courtois. Yeah. He's only 22, I think. So there's still time for him to uh, demonstrate his worth, assuming he stays in the English Premier League next year. Yeah, I mean, you never know. Maybe he's going to be making his way over to Manchester United because David De Gea is on his way out, and nah. he's going to be keeping for Mar- Mar- uh, uh, Mourinho. Mourinho. Swansea kept the third straight home clean sheet. Wow. Uh so if because you're playing we, Ashley Williams for a crazy reason, yeah, I have there. him. Uh, Oh, sorry. No, I would not. I've, oh. I have played. No, but I have played him. He's been very in good. In your face. Scott. No, he's I know, been, seriously. He's been very good. The, but uh, Pato probably should have scored in this one. Sw- Swansea, this they're weird. Yeah. It's, they've. Yeah. I feel like they've turned a weird corner. Sure. They're another one that looks like they don't really have anything. No. To play for. Not anymore. There's. They're not going com- down. They're completely safe. Yeah. It would take a, the weirdest thing. Only Swansea weirdness could put them down. <laughs> mm, interesting. But, I mean, going forward, I guess Sigurdsson, and still the same. That's it. Sigurdsson's play last them, five maybe games. Maybe he could play the matchups. Sigurdsson's last five games. 10-9, 6 9, 10. Yeah, he's, he's still on it. Stable. He's in form. They, they don't have any double match weeks, but that guy's staying in my lineup. Yeah, he's, he's just one of those solid midfielders to keep playing. He probably should have had an assist Yeah, in that one. I mean, there's some guys that are always, you know, they're, 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 they're those guys that you want them to be better in fantasy, and they're probably not as good in fantasy as they are in real life. But this, this, the talk around this match is all about the return of Jefferson Montero. He's someone that Which I wish was one, better. And he should have scored. Yeah, I wish he was better in fantasy because he would be fun. He just needs to be more consistent in real life first. Costa 
If he comes back, and he'd be the only player worth playing for me on Chelsea, if he comes back, which some people have rumored that he might not for the rest of the year, but mm. he's going to be sitting. He's just coming off that red card ban. Yeah. He's sitting on eight yellow cards. So he gets one more yellow that enacts another two or three game ban. So just kind of keep that in mind. He is one, uh, especially yeah. well, if Mike Dean is refereeing good his match. Yeah. Good point. And also with all the other strikers, we've talked we've talked about four or five already yes, today. I'd rather have other people. Cost is too much of a gamble. I agree. Crystal Palace won Norwich nil. The Palace goal coming from Jason Punchin. Down the Canaries. Down the Canaries. Listen, they are still in a bit of a relegation battle. There's no doubt about that. Uh, first Crystal Palace clean sheet since December. So Crystal Palace, that, that goal. And their fans knew it. Oh, yeah. my. It Those was a, what fans. A, what is a, that the crowd what? you were talking about? Yes. After that goal, it was loud. And they what were in release. sync with their like, singing. It was London amazing. shook twice. Yeah. At least twice on on Saturday. Once, or actually, did Tottenham play? Tottenham played uh, Sunday. Sunday. Yes. Whatever. Saturday and Sunday, they London shook. Yeah. From, the Pal- from White Hart Lane and Palace plays at... Vicarage Road. Vicarage. No, that's, no, that's not right. Norwich. No, but I Whatever. like that name. Oh, we'll think of it in a second. The bottom line well. is they're very playing at home. Randy. Yeah. Even their even their stadium names are better. Yeah, very much. The Etihad. So that's not them either. Sellers I know. Park. That. Yeah. Sellers Park. Yeah. What's wrong yeah. with me? Forgive me, Rebecca Lowe. Um, <laughs> Sellers Park exploded. Wait, Rebecca Lowe listens to this? No, Listen, she's. A- don't think that she's not at home on maternity leave <laughs> listening to our pod. Rebecca, we're a big fan. Love you, Rebecca. Connor Wickham came back. Yeah. Briefly. That was kind of a shocking. 12 minutes. Yeah. But still, like, that's, that can't be bad for enough, them. It is Wickham time. April, May, it's Wickham time. It's, it was for Sunderland, and it will be this year for it's Crystal so, Palace. It will so be. so bizarre. Look, I called it a month early. I, I, I'm sticking to that. I don't, we, do not, we do not need to stay on this game for long, because no, fantasy no. purposes, there isn't much. I just want to – Wayne Hennessy actually made a few saves this game. I was really impressed. Like that, I'm not sure that's happened all year, but he actually made a few saves. I did buy Balassi and did play him this week. I felt like you I were a little unlucky to not get points. Balassi should points have scored. Yeah, I think he should have scored. Yeah. He was just a. It was a clear goal, not a Jack Rodwell miss, oh but it was. But it was. Gosh. It was just a miss hit with an open goal. If Balassi didn't have a double match week this week, would you have played him? Probably not, okay. because I don't think I would have. I don't think I would have bought him. But they still have another one. That's correct. Coming up, yeah. And I still, I, I kind of believe in them. My belief in Newcastle has shifted oh, yeah. away Man. from them oh, towards we Crystal Palace. Cheering for five is better than one. This time. Yeah, seriously. Tim Close looked like he um, is not going to be okay. No, he's not. He okay. is not okay. So yeah. wonder why he's upset with his haircut. He was not. <laughs> He was not happy that I compared him to Martina Navratilova. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> if Norwich lose, it creates an amazing amount of drama at the bottom. Which will be fantastic because yes, we're probably not going to have fantastic. that at the top. And this, was, and this was Newcastle's week. Yeah. If they're going to catch at all, this is the week for them. Has Benitez like. had the opposite of – well, we haven't got to Newcastle yet. Yeah. Go ahead. We'll save that. Let's move on. Harry, we actually already did talk about Newcastle. Did we? Yeah. yeah. We did. Do you want to go back to Newcastle? No, I'm just... Okay. I felt like Benitez had the opposite effect. Yeah, sort it's of. not I, I don't know what's going on, but no... Well, yeah, based on based on whatever has happened to them, I think his only effect has been on, on groin injuries and wall punches. <laughs> no, I think he just has... I, I think that everything was being papered over, and now he's just exposing all the crack. I think it's I think it's just he's, make, he's made it more visible. Yeah. Then uh, you know, stupid idiot comes in and has expectations on his guys. Oh my god! And now they actually are showing themselves to be what we thought they were. Amazing, amazing. Aston Villa one, Bournemouth or Bournemouth two. Aston Villa getting a goal. Jordan yeah. IU, the other IU brother. West Ham's Jordan IU. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a story that West Ham was looking at him as a possible oh. uh, striker, striker yeah, addition for them. He's there's Zlatan why? backup. Why? When, yeah, when the Zlatan is coming there. Yeah, uh, he's going to Arsenal. 
Uh, Bournemouth goals. Steve Cook. Here he is again. What in the world? What in the world? Steve Cook. And, and, and Josh Every King. third game he scores. I mean, we talked uh, about a month ago about how BBC, I think, or, uh, I think it was BBC, had him in the top ten. I think on their yeah. power rankings yeah. for all players and in the league. At first, you kind of mocked him, and oh, then totally. And now I'm like, why did I see this? Steve Cook's last five games: two ten, two one ten. But those tens, if you do, if you're averaging things, really yeah. offset the twos and ones. Well, this was another another match though, where you had a goal. Uh, that really hurt if you had anyone in defense. We've talked a lot about Charlie Daniels. You know, that Jordan IU goal, taking away that clean sheet. Obviously, Steve Cook uh, took away a chance for a huge week for him. Um, so that, that cost you a little bit for Bournemouth. But, um, yeah, Steve Cook. A little bit of a disappointing uh, showing for Matt Ritchie. The last, he hasn't scored or assisted in his last three weeks. And I know we had kind of talked about him as a as – a, I think he's still probably a good, solid bench player. Um you know, King, King's last five starts, 7-7, seven, 3-1-7. Seven, seven. Yep. That's pretty good. Yeah, he's been very good. And he's cheap. And his, his Although, I th- I, Kyle Wilson should be. Is he about? I think fifth? he's close to being back, if not Interesting. back this week. Yeah, Kyle Wilson was awesome. Yes, he was. Season. Yeah, it's only going to get harder to find playing time up front. And their, and their schedule, I just don't know. I don't like to. Yeah, I don't know what you'd. That was the reason why I wanted to keep Charlie Daniels. I ended up selling him this week, yeah. and, but I didn't. I didn't want to based on the matchup. But yeah. obviously, it didn't hurt me Mm-mm. this week, and I got a lot of money out of it. Yeah, but it, it was for Tim Closa. <laughs> <laughs> it was to gain, oh. it was to gain other places, and it ended up in the end. That's brutal. It just probably it probably sunk me. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal. Um. Our As whirlwind tour of the matches is over. Is over. I want to bring up the double match weeks this week: Crystal Palace, Man- United, Liverpool, Manchester City, West Ham, Everton, Newcastle, Watford. All have double match weeks. This week, starting after Wednesday. I was going to say, so to be clear, we're recording this as of Tuesday That's right. morning. You probably are hearing this before Wednesday's uh, match, Crystal yeah. Palace versus Everton. Yeah. Uh, that's the double match week where you had to pick your lineup this past weekend for that. So that one's too late to pick now, but that match is still upcoming as we record this. So we are looking at next weekend following a full slate of weekend matches this coming weekend. That's correct. Those are the clubs that will have a double match week. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of, of out options yeah. out there. This is going to be a really interesting fantasy week. If you're trying right. to make a move, uh, look, you know, give yourself a chance for the last couple of weeks. Do it, do it this week. Brian, who are you buying? Um, well, as much as I hate doing it with uh, more Liverpool, I, I don't know. Alberto Moreno looked like he was somebody who, at only five point eight dollars. 2.1% owned, mm. it would be difficult, but he is somebody that, because of Liverpool's schedule, I think a li- I think Liverpool is one of those that they're that offensively they've been, um, they feel unstoppable right now. I'll take it. Yeah, um, and he's And that. he's part of that. And then I just don't but know how, selling. I don't know how you can't consider a Wobie to buy oh, either. Oh, yeah, you got to buy a Wobie. Uh, you stealer. Yeah. Well, no, I, I'm just, that we've already talked about Two it. buys. I mean, I, no, no. This isn't buy, buy. Yeah, 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 no, right. no. This is buy, sell Look, of the week. Selling, guys, other than too. all the people I have to sell, which is close are the people I probably should, like Coutinho and De Bruyne. Like, all right. I. Oh, you're buying. You're say, buying. You got I would like to buy. A Wobie. Okay. And in the same process, I sounds crazy, but I probably will sell Morris. Not think, crazy. I Not crazy I would prefer Payet Sigurdsson uh, mm-hmm. over him. And or I might sell Ozil. I might change out an Ozil oh, for an Awobi and or Sanchez. Mm. So those are those are mine. I am buying Corridor of Uncertainty and I'm oh, selling so good. Bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Okay. You can't I like sell it. expression. I was going to say sell. I think I've held on to Ben Foster all this time. Yeah, it's time to sell. This week they play uh, Watford, but after that they play Arsenal. At Arsenal, at Spurs, home West Ham. I don't know what in the world you would do. I'd keep them one more week, though. That's what I mean. I think this week, week. yeah, after this week. And then I would also sell. Can I add another one? 
Yeah, it's buy, just, buy, buy, sell, sell for you, Brian. Go ahead. I would just sell. I just don't know how you don't sell all Chelsea. No. If you whatever Chelsea you had, just sell. Just because it's uncertain, I still, I still think after this week, there's there are goals there, but just they're again they're unpredictable. too unpredictable. Yep. No, even who there's who's going to play, that's yeah. even unpredictable. Miazga. All right. Well, that brings us to an end of another something of a pod. Cast. I think it worked out pretty well. <laughs> I think I, it did. I had fun. Yeah. Brian? It was outstanding. I love it. All right. Well, listen, we hope that uh, the information we gave you this week, uh, hopefully it helps you and doesn't hurt you, but good chance if you listen to anything I say, it will probably hurt you. Uh, but until next time, we'll see you next week. You can always reach us on Twitter. Tweet us at Fantasy Soccer FC at Fantasy Soccer FC on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you.